Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We are live, Hannah. We oh, are you're not even bothering with the intro. No, I'm not even going to do it anymore. <laughs> I can't be bothered now. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt it. Although one of these, w- one of the weird uh, side effects of grief, of this grief that I'm feeling right now. By the way, my, my if you don't know already, my my dad passed away um, about a week ago. Um, been dealing with that, which has been a bit of a roller coaster. We can talk a bit about that. But one of the side effects of the grief is I'm finding myself immersed in. A program called Ableton, which is this um, program for music production. I, I've really kind of, I really want to get into producing music. Sorry, what's wrong? Can you turn my thing down? It's yeah, very sure. loud. Um, Sorry. I think you're that one. Yeah, that's yeah? better. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, for some, one of the side effects is really immersing myself in, in this new program, Ableton, and trying to write music again. I don't know why it is. I don't know what the cause of that is, but I'm just, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to get my head around. I've got my it's probably uh, channeling something negative into learning something yeah yeah it's good to focus on something other than the grief <laughs> so uh yeah so i've just I've, I've got i've i used to have a bit of a music studio set up in my in in london i think it was set up when we first met wasn't it yeah i think it was your housemates though you, no it was mine you just edged in a little bit no it was mine all these keyboards <laughs> you're seeing right now are all out of storage i've basically just been in the loft today um yanking out all my old keyboards and all my old cables and i've got them all out now on my desk board across my desk i've got about three or four keyboards here and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get back into it um uh yeah i feel like it's quite cathartic making music uh you can get lost in it it's a really easy to find flow state when you're making music i think um a lot of people are probably thinking about learning new things at the moment because we have some of us have a lot of time on our hands right now in lockdown 3.0 yeah. We've not recorded since that got announced. We're in UK in another strict lockdown at the moment. Um and can I just also say because of all of this lockdown, all these measures, I feel that everyone is sort of grieving. Like we're all grieving a life that we miss and mm. we all have that sense of loss for either stuff that we used to do, friends we used to see, loved ones we used to hang around with or or just the freedom that we used to have. I feel there is a, a kind of a, a mm. universal sense of loss amongst everyone. Obviously mine is far more concentrated, but I feel that it's still we're all feeling the same kind of similar yeah. vibrations. Um I think that's why it's nice to not distract yourself but just have certain hobbies and tools that you can kind of easily call upon to when you're feeling low Mm. like mine is reading is like my therapy or 30 minute workout just always makes me feel great even if I really struggle to get out there and do it which I do every single day I never want to do it I'm always like oh god I'm literally counting down the minutes but it does help my mind kind of process what's going on even just on a day-to-day basis, like 
how to kind of get through the day, you know? We watched a film the other day called, was it called Soul? Yeah, it's a Pixar, new Pixar film. And I highly recommend it. Beautifully animated. My God, there's one particular scene in that film which blows my mind. And it's a guy spinning one of those signs in a New York, busy New York high street. And uh, (laughs) just the momentum of his body and the physics that they've emulated of how he spins that sign. It's incredible. Sometimes, I don't know, as I get older, I can watch things not necessarily for the story but just in terms of like how well lit it is like i could watch a whole film just on uh, and appreciate the lighting of the film and that would get carry me through the film but anyway there was one scene in the film which i thought um was quite interesting where they talked a bit about people who are in flow state and while these people were in flow state which is that kind of state of mind that you get into where you kind of lose all sense of time and you find yourself just in this almost like kind of transcendational trans was transcend what's the word i'm transient trans i don't know what you're trying to say (laughs) but this trance-like state where you are completely time doesn't exist and you're kind of just embedded in this thing that you're doing and it's a bit like something you get when you do editing sometimes you find yourself in flow state anyway they were how they had all these effigies of people in different flow states some people skiing some people playing sports some people doing whatever and beneath all the people floating up in this flow state were people that are kind of, what are they called now? Pe- the people who were, they, they were like encased in this sand and they lost were- Lost souls. The lost souls, that's it. And they put them together and I thought it was really interesting how you had lost souls there and people in flow state because they sort of said, well, if a lot of these lost souls have divorced them, have got so into these things that give them the flow state that they've lost their sense of self and they've become or they've become these lost souls they've become lost in this thing and i thought that was really interesting because i always thought oh flow state that's where you want to be your whole life you want to be in flow state but actually flow state does take you away from everything and it can be an addictive thing to get into flow state you you always want to be in flow state because you just know you have no worries no concerns you're just safe and bum floating along in this kind of nice cathartic state and i can see how that could easily tip over to being a lost soul and i thought that was quite interesting i just thought that was quite i think the whole way that pixar covered the theme of dying was just incredible like the whole the whole like storyline and the way that they conveyed that in between place it was just amazing it was visually beautiful it was like it was one of those movies that was really heartwarming and i think everyone could relate to and I think it's particularly a good one to watch right now in lockdown because it's very comforting extremely comforting especially I think if you are dealing with some kind of loss or grief it's it's a really nice one to watch Mm. um and then the good thing about it is that you can watch it with your kids but Steph and I actually watched it in the evening when our kids were in bed the first time we watched it uh purely just because Pixar tend to nail their animation nail the script nail the music the music score on this was beautiful wasn't it like really really great so yeah that's a really good recommendation um the other thing was uh another recommendation because it obviously you know as hannah said we're we're all in this you know state similar uh mindset right now where we're kind of you know grieving something and i think so that's why films like that are quite pertinent right now but there's another film that really helped me with the grief there's two films that helped me particularly with losing my dad there's not so much soul it just it distracted me maybe for a little bit and uh which was quite nice but the one film that really resonated 
with me and really helped was a film by Mark uh, Waters uh, called Chasing the Present, which is all about a guy who is lost, anxious, and needs to find himself. He's, I think he's kind of having a bit of an existential crisis. And he's very successful by the by the looks of things, and, and they mm. didn't go very deep into what he did for a job, but just judging by like where he lived mm. and the type of pressure that he was talking about that he puts on himself to succeed and kind of goals that he wanted to reach and things like you can see that he was putting a lot of that pressure on himself mm. so a friend of mine said oh right so it's a, f- a film about a guy going on a gap year <laughs> i thought it was quite funny it kind of is that he, I, I did get halfway through the film and think you just, childless bastard you childless <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> it's all right for you having these existential crises and go on these spiritual journeys without kids not try having do, to try think doing about that with two young children who's going to eat what beige food for dinner and yeah, how that, long bedtime's going to take <laughs> there was a bit that he was sitting in a hammock reading a book and i was like you bastard living the dream i would do anything i'd to take a, a crisis to be able to do that yeah, anyway, i've been talking to the guy actually the the, the director and uh, mark waters on on instagram a bit a really nice guy actually um, I'm hoping I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him if he wants to be on the podcast at some point, but we'll see we'll see on that one. But yeah, he, it was such a it was such a great film, and there were so many parts in it that really spoke to us. Like I think there was a lot of it that really kind of opened up my mind, and kind of again tools that you can kind of plug into once you've practiced a little bit to help alleviate certain feelings that you might have in lockdown or just generally. There was one of the guys because basically the guy went around speaking to loads of kind of spiritual teachers and um loads of just loads of people who are kind of i don't know like i think russell brown was even in there at some point wasn't he and some old kind of uh yeah, i've written d- down different... some of their names actually because um i know a, f- a few of them have written books yeah so i'm and... quite interested to like dig into it a little bit further and and read uh, a little bit more around what they were talking about because i feel like a lot of it was base level for the stupid people watching like me that had never really delved into that before i think you need to go back and watch it a few times one of those films you need to watch it two or three times which is easy to do because it's so beautiful chasing the present anyway there was one of the guys who spoke to which said something which really spoke to me a a lot of you out there will have this you get these moments they can happen like once every few months or you know once half once a half every six months whatever it can happen every now and again but every now and again you feel this few seconds of feeling so happy and you never know why it happens or when it happens but you could be just walking down a street in a supermarket in wherever you are out and about you just feel this sense of being really content and really happy and it's like this little butterfly that flies past and you try and grab it but it's just gone your brain steps in and kicks in and sort of gets rid of it and my dream in life has always been to to be able to step through that window and live in that that present kind of feeling in that in that emotion and apparently you can and some guy was saying you can and i, I was uh, you yeah, just I was need fast- to move to the east and like cleanse the and, shit out of your have, life not have children that need you constantly <laughs> or jobs <laughs> yeah um and another thing that uh, which i thought was really interesting when one guy was like defining the self he was like well i asked my patients who are you and they say well my name is uh, my name's john that's just a name. Who are you? Well, I'm a 35 year old man. Well, that's just a number. You weren't always 35. Who are you? And he basically keeps asking these questions until the person breaks it down enough to actually ask some fundamental questions about who they are and what they are. That bit I found quite frightening because mm. we don't really get taught to, to think about that. You do immediately respond, oh, I'm Hannah. I'm mm. 31 years old. I'm a mum and a 
a content creator like you think oh that's who i am mm. but when you strip all of that away it's not who you are it's and and that's like then you're like sitting on the sofa going oh shit who am i yeah but i i found that quite i found that very interesting to that, the notion of stripping away you and the notion of like hannah who hannah is to me is different to the Hannah that is to Grayson and Rufus, uh, which is the different to the Hannah that is to somebody who follows on Instagram. She, there's all these multiple versions of Hannah, but they're all Hannah. But they're all Hannah. But yeah. who is the real Hannah? Yeah, yeah. Strip those all away. Who is the? That's just your projection. Who's the real Hannah? And I find that quite interesting when you, when you really think about that and you spend some time. Basically, what I got out of it was that we need to meditate more. But I fucking how am I going to find the time to fucking meditate with, <laughs> with everything going on right now? And I don't think I don't know. I don't feel like I'm in the right place for it right now. Maybe that's why I should, but. I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever considered meditation? Um, I mean, I obviously I do quite a fair bit of yoga, mm. um, and that kind of comes hand in hand with, I guess you could say, meditation. Like it's more like finding stillness, and I guess yeah, it is meditation really at the end of a yoga class that you kind of practice just being in your body and like noticing things, but letting that thought go and trying to kind of leave everything. In, from your normal like life or the rest of your day things that you've got to do you kind of just got to leave it all in a box outside of the door and focus on yourself um so yeah i'd say that i probably have done meditation but i don't know like yeah. i haven't purposely sat down to do meditation i just do it when i do yoga yeah it's one thing that i, I, I want to try and do eventually but i'm too busy trying to learn ableton <laughs> trying to learn how to make make music now but uh yeah so the, the, it's been a funny old funny old week in a bit it's been um, it's been a really hard few yeah, days like yeah. i'd say the last 10 days have just been mm. heavy in our yeah, house it has a, has a heavy atmosphere isn't mm. it um and it's just it's i suppose it's coming to terms with things because the funny thing for me with the whole grief is that i said to you this morning in the kitchen is that sometimes i'm carrying on and i'm doing my bit business and i forget all about the grief and then i feel guilty for not feeling awful and not feeling bad i'm like why well, i feel okay now and, oh shit i shouldn't feel okay i should still be crying i should be mourning I'm, why am i feeling okay and then i feel bad for feeling okay it's a, it's a, it's um very different which is why i think making the decision and trying to understand that this is all stuff that I'm doing myself. Like I'm choosing to feel these emotions and I should try and separate myself from the emotions of feeling this way. And I think that helps sometimes to be like, Steph, you're choosing to feel like that. Don't feel like that. Um, I think there's many, many different ways that people consciously or unconsciously choose to deal with that level of grief that you're experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a particularly a right way or a wrong way. I think it's different for each person. Mm -hmm. Some people want to go head in and like, experience the whole of it and feel everything straight away and other people choose to kind of distract or kind of suppress i i my mum passed away almost 11 years ago now actually and i was obviously a lot younger back then and personally i feel like i suppressed a lot of it and that i don't do that because i've got a bad knee oh, um <laughs> Um, I feel like I suppressed a lot of it and I feel like by doing that it kind of only bottles it up to come out at a later stage it's not a very good thing to do it's a coping mechanism but it's still there it's still under the surface you know yeah the way I described it in our video that I made was like the, it just comes in waves and right now I get little uh, the waves are much smaller they're not making me cry anymore but I just I just feel like I, I feel I feel this longing to call 
my dad and, and to speak to him because we spoke most days and knowing that I can't do that is really difficult but I'm just trying to kind of reframe everything in my mind where I'm not I don't want to feel like I'm making a dam with these emotions that it's going to crack and I'm going to be flooded with them but at the same time I'm kind of making a dam but letting the water through in a controlled way if you know Mm. what I mean because that's how it feels when it first happens is just absolute chaos like no no clue where to put anything and just all these emotions flooding you and god it just I've never experienced anything like that in my Mm -hmm. life and then to learn how to control them that's 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 the trick i think to in a way that they're still out of control but still you kind of have a sense of where they're going and how Mm. you can manipulate them in a way that's not going to make you just completely collapse every minute of the day yeah but it's it's um it's something that we all have to go through it's it's a human experience and you have to understand that that's one i'd say one thing one positive to take from grief this may be just me I always thought it really makes you feel alive. Like it makes you feel Mm. probably the most human you'll ever feel Mm. because it's it's such a strong emotion, like such a strong feeling that you can't harness. No, that's so true. I mean, nothing other than that grief can make me feel those level of emotions. Mm. And therefore it kind of heightens when you do feel other emotions or you do find yourself feeling happy or grateful or Mm. anything else it kind of heightens that almost because you're not feeling the same level of grief and i feel it's made fundamentally changed the way i my outlook on life and human beings and what because i've never felt more like a human being i've been like oh so this is what a human being is hey this is what empathy is (laughs) yeah this is is what it is to be a human this is what differs that what how we differ from you know other animals because in my eyes you know there was no i've spoken about this before there's no difference between my life and you know any other life in in this universe we all have the same right to life it's just one but then feeling that emotion feeling that deep connection to the self and that made me think okay now i feel like set now i feel not separate from everything but now i feel like i understand more about what it is to be fundamentally Mm. a human being hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Don't you find, just going back to chasing the present as well, I a lot of what I got from that was how differently I look at the world and us being here now i'm older mm. but when i was watching it and and having those thoughts i was like shit i've already wasted like 31 years not thinking that or feeling like that and like what a waste it was not to just wake up every day and be like god i'm here yeah like wow 
I know. And that's the trick. That's Isn't that insane? Like, like, if we yeah. just step back and, and put aside anything that's going on or anything you've got to do that day or what's going on in the world or any problems or issues or whatever and just think, God, we're here. Do you ever, like, what the hell are we doing? This is amazing. Sometimes I turn on the news and I see these grey-faced people sitting in front of a fucking bookshelf on Zoom on some news report. <laughs> And it's always in front of a bookshelf. Every time I see somebody sitting in front of a bookshelf, I feel like fucking smashing my TV. I'm like, Come Do you feel on. like sales of books have gone up on eBay just so people can fill up their yeah, bookshelves man, and have up, their pictures are in front of bookshelves left, right, and centre <laughs> for their Zoom calls? And I just see these grey faced people like going, "Oh, well, this is what we got to do." And just, and I'm just like, I want to shake them and be like, "You're alive. We're mm. all alive. We're all here right now, experiencing this thing." And isn't it incredible? And, and that's what Sol did well as well uh, when they had that banker in the animation. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, he was at his desk with all these spreadsheets and shit in mm. front of him. And then he was like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm alive. And he like threw it all to the side and smashed it all up and like ran away. I love that because that's kind of how you feel, yeah. how, you, how, you should, how we should be feeling sometimes. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like I feel this last year and a bit, you almost want to go back back to like caveman mode in a way where you strip everything back and you appreciate things on a different level yeah that's true i'm actually starting to read a book which is um quite good actually um let me just see what it's called now because uh i yeah it's um called here we go let me um it's not called i need a new bum that's what i was reading to the kids last night which they found hilarious (laughs) <laughs> it uh let me see it's uh, i can't tell you the level oh, of the, pleasure our three-year-old has when i make fart noises in his room at night time <laughs> like i literally just go and he cracks up it's called the awakened ape and i think i'm just i'm just literally barely that sounds good yeah. and it's all about how pe- like there's a lot of people for so for, for 90 percent 95 percent of human existence didn't have depression didn't have uh, anxiety issues didn't were just happy and mm-hmm. and it was all people who didn't have all these modern you know mod cons that we have today like you know with all the we don't have they didn't have screens they didn't have uh, you know the infrastructure that we have and the technology that we have they just had a simple hunter-gatherer lifestyle but they were so much more happy and content than we are and we create these things to that we think are going to make us happy and they just it's had an it's had a counter opposite effect it's made us more isolated and more lonely and i'm fascinated by by that and by the fact is that well i spoke about it again in one of our videos how we're basically programmed with old software and it takes us so long to upgrade this software we just the technology is rapidly evolved wherever we're still stuck with the same kind of old traits we've always had your book sounds like it ties in really nicely with the book that i'm reading at the moment actually um which is called wild by cheryl Strayed. it's actually a movie as well starring reese witherspoon my favorite gal um but the book is incredible. And to be honest, I my neighbour lent me this book. And at first I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how much I want to read about this woman going on a massive trek through America. Like a lot of it is like descriptions of what's around her. And it's it's very, very beautifully written, but not something that I would normally pick up. Um, but it ties in really nicely with your book in terms of basically this this woman this character she's gone through a lot of grief in her life um uh, she's battled against uh, a drug addiction um and then she decides that she's just going to leave everything behind in her life pack up a a pack and then do this huge trek called the PCT in America and she goes by herself and she basically walks and walks and walks miles every day i think she has to cover like 20 miles a day or something ridiculous like that 
and the whole book is kind of like her being in the wild and kind of becoming comfortable and realizing what matters and I don't know it just it's it strips away all modern life and it's just her trekking and her thoughts and how she's dealing with certain things in her past and it's just a really really nice book to read right now Mm. yeah I think you would like it yeah I could do I could deal with getting lost in a book like that Um, I'm nearly finished it I'll pass it over to you yeah but uh, I, I, I do find, I, what, what I was going to say something about, yeah, I did the other day when we did our our uh, wild swimming. I call it wild swimming, but it's just basically standing in a cold river for six minutes, cold dip, yeah, which I'm still doing I call it your dip. I'm, I think I'm up in it. I'm going to up it now to twice a week because I just need, I need that little kind of reconnection that it gives me. But we were sort of getting out and getting dry. And then this guy comes along in just a robe and it was freezing, bare the ice all over the floor. And he just comes along in bare feet and he just sort of, drops his robe his bums the sticking out he just plunges himself in he's like hi guys and i was like hi do you live nearby he goes yeah i live in the boat just up there and i was like oh, he lives in a boat it's like oh, right on the river no worries in the world no like probably got no internet on that bloody boat or anything he's just like chilling out living this boat lifestyle tech free i was so jealous i was like oh i mean i wouldn't swap it if somebody said do you want to live on a boat alone I'd rather have my kids and my wife and everything. But there's a part of me that was like, oh, that would be the best, yeah, it would be it, nice. You know? I think for you, I was saying to Steph this morning at the dinner table, I was like, everything you do is in front of a screen. Like your work is in front of a screen. Your hobbies are all in front of a screen. You work out using a workout from mm. a screen. Mm. You play video games from a screen. Like there's literally nothing Even you do. DJing you go to the toilet, mm. you take your phone with you, like, there's no part of the day where you don't have a screen in front of you. And Even I do reading, think... reading, I have a Kindle. So yeah, screen, and yeah. I do think that has an effect mm. on how you feel and your brain. Mm. But I also know it's addictive and it's hard not to reach for it all the time when you're so... It's so ingrained in your daily life. When I eventually so want for you to Jeff Bezos for a couple of billion, I'll definitely take a year off screenless. I don't think you will. I would because I'd be I don't like, think well, you'd be able not? to. A year, whole year. Imagine that. Imagine me be able to afford. I would love to, to see have you doing that. Whole year off with no screens. You wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I. No, you wouldn't. You know, you would not be able to have a whole year off screens. <laughs> Fuck off, Steph. But that's the thing. That's why I need. I need to do it. I think a lot of a lot of underlying issues with my sleep problems are all connected yeah. to screen usage. But I've been saying this to you for months that mm. you need to like at least stop in the evening and do something different that isn't mm. staring at a screen yeah yeah writing i mean yeah it just we need to see if that affects your um sleep situation i got six bouts of sleep paralysis yesterday I, a lot of people listening probably will know what sleep paralysis is but it's basically where you your body your body is flooded with serotonin i think it is whatever it is or melatonin whatever it is to get you get asleep so your body is asleep but your mind's awake and for some reason that sounds like it could be nice but it is absolutely terrifying you can't some, move your body things you? things feel like they're coming into the room you feel so scared like the fear i don't know what i because mean, i rationalize it in my head thinking there's a sleep paralysis i know what it is but it just all of a sudden you can you, hear this it's noise you're trapped as I well and you like, can't wake yourself up yeah, that's I felt the like my arms are being stretched out last night stuff. it was just it, you feel it, there's a sense of evilness in yeah. the room and i don't know why it does that but it's it, maybe it's inherently like a fight or flight fear thing that kicks in like some neurological thing like shit 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 but it is terrifying. Have you ever had it before? Because I, I remember when I had yes, it I after we had Rufus and I had it really badly that one time in our old house. Do you remember when mm. I had that dream about 
the lady that was made out of rubber that was mm. stood next to the bed oh. and she like grabbed my hand yeah. and I was so effing terrified of going to sleep the next night because I couldn't move mm. in my sleep it was horrible it felt so real my eyes were open it was absolutely terrifying and the only other time that I've ever had sleep paralysis was just after my mum died so oh. I do think maybe there's a connection there yeah. with like trauma and sleep paralysis my weirdly my sister has it uh, every now and again and she has this thing this old lady that sits on her chest yeah and she thought that that was an isolated case but she googled it and it's called it's a known yeah. thing called the old hag and this is it, again it's sleep paralysis and they have even like it's kind of almost like a medieval like it's a really old thing that used to happen to a lot of people but this old hag would sit on your chest and you feel suffocated by it. she just looks down at you and it's terrifying um but I had about six bouts of it last night. I, just kept, I kept going into it over and over again. And it was horrible. And I kept trying to wake myself up. The only way you can get out of it is like kind of wiggle your toes and your fingers and then build up from there, then your hands and your legs until eventually you can wiggle enough of your body to wake yourself up. And oh my God, it's horrid. It's so terrifying and I hate it so much. But the only time I ever got it before was when I was a bit younger, a bit experimental, would go out <laughs> to clubs and my body would be exhausted but my mind was still awake so my mm. body would sometimes sleep and my mind would be awake so normally you get it after like late nights and your body's really tired and you're but your mind for some but i do think for you right now your body and brain is tired because it's processing mm. something probably one of the most traumatic things that's ever going to happen to you in your life like that's it's a lot for your your being to process yeah. you know and it, i think that has something to do with it it's really made me realize how important you know you are and my kids are and you know and how how important people are my friends are and stuff and how important moments with those people are mm. and how important all of that is like i i kind of feel really lucky that i've captured all this stuff with dad and, yeah and and i have it all to watch back and i think i'm not ready to watch it back yet i mean i grabbed some clips uh, um, for the video but i couldn't listen to them i could only grab the clips to put in but uh I when I'm ready it'll be good to be able to watch all this stuff back yeah you're lucky you have all that you know yeah I know I know and um yeah and and the 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 support thousands of messages from people from just just you know some of them are really heartfelt messages and yeah that that's nice to know that you have this kind of the people there that are Mm. you know who are like a proper community that's just gonna catch you exactly that yeah I think uh, it's funny because even where we are right now sitting in our house in bath i know of two or three other people on our street who are going through the same thing Mm. so imagine zooming out and seeing how many people are going through grief and loss right now particularly it would be crazy if you knew so uh, i guess that's like in some ways that's a comfort that like Mm. you're not alone in what you're going through that other people as much as you wouldn't wish it on yeah. anybody like it's it's not something you're going through alone and like you said like we all grieve in different ways one of the one of the comforts as well i had immediately after weirdly was falling down these weird rabbit holes of astrophysics and string theory and and just and trying to kind of get a grasp of how big the universe is and and, mm. and, and like i was like how many stars are there in our galaxy and how many galaxies are there? there's like 300 billion stars in our galaxy and then there's like three trillion galaxies or something and it's just once you start looking at magnitude of that you're just kind of like wow man and 
I, I needed to I needed to try to wrap my head around the breadth of the universe in order to feel how small my grief felt in comparison. It almost mm. felt like it was diluting it in a way to be like, well, I'm part of this huge, massive, great big thing. We're all part of it. And it, it made me feel more connected. It made me feel like, well, you know, this is all the same thing. We're all, we're all woven into this together. You'll be uh, in bare feet, butt naked in that uh, river <laughs> tomorrow morning, yeah. won't you? Yeah. <laughs> you'll be leaving me I'm for gonna, a canal boat i'm actually going to get into my i'm going to do a dip tomorrow as well it's um it, weirdly since i've lost my dad it's been so easy getting into the water it's not even been hard it's just it feels like getting into a warm bath now because it's just you're dealing with so much other stuff that you're numb to how physical it feels physical yeah. things yeah it's it's one of those yeah weirdly as well my sister she's experienced she experiences these kind of things the same way as me like she has sweats at night she has like 4 a.m wake-ups can't sleep anxiety at night so obviously because we're made from the same stuff she experiences it in mm. the same way so she at the moment is waking up with crazy uh sweats and stuff like that and trying to process it all it's just uh yeah i mean i feel like it's i'm almost there in terms of getting back to normal i don't mean to laugh at you by the way it's just that i'm like oh honey you've got such a road ahead <laughs> you think so yeah i think i'm through the worst of it now you know i'm not bursting into tears 24 7 anymore so that's good but uh it's just a process you can't rush the process yeah that's what i've learned in the last almost 11 I, years i was quietly interested with the video that we met when I, when I made it all about dad and and saying goodbye to him um i was interested just to see i was like i wonder how many dislikes this video is gonna get i wonder if people hate us enough <laughs> to see me making a heartfelt video for my my dad who's just passed and would still hit dislike like i'm just wondering how i wondered would that would anyone do that and there has been like 10 people who have like and I, you know what i would love more than anything is to like beat those meet those 10 people just have dinner with them and it sounds weird but i would love to talk to them i'd love to know like what what it you know and just discover a bit more about them it's people like that that fascinate me in a in a weird way no i, I wouldn't mm. i wouldn't dislike them i wouldn't be angry at them i wouldn't like i wouldn't i wouldn't be mean to them or anything i yeah. just i just really want to understand that i'm like wow how could what's it what's happened that's caused that and how could we un, how could i uncover what that is there must be a story there is that is that grayson having a little cry he's a bit dramatic yeah, i think we better wrap up yeah we, we've got to wrap up anyway we've had a, about half we had, an a, hour we had a stretch camp, yeah. in yeah. lockdown where our kids didn't need us yeah. <laughs> sorry this week's podcast hasn't been the most upbeat a podcast, i don't think but, they ever are upbeat honey no, last week i think was much funnier and we all like yeah it was probably our best one last week but this one's a bit more downbeat but you know it's a time, sign of the times we've got to go with the flow man also it's just honest it's like mm. you can't fake be upbeat all the time yeah well you say that look at most youtubers <laughs> anyway yes um, on that spicy note we're going to say goodbye so thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast everybody stay Love strong you guys. we know you're all we're all in the same boat with this and we'll get through it and by summer hopefully we're all going to be looking back at this being like yeah it's all done now let's go party and all that's what kids do isn't it party still <laughs> right party let's now. go honey okay. shut anyway. up <laughs> thanks everyone you can't see me shut up. i'm grieving anyway bye everyone bye guys Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.